0: Episode number four hundred and sixteen.
1: If one of those companies were willing to answer questions on that site, and you start interacting with that company, how likelier do you to choose that company? Even if it's maybe not even as good, it's just because yep. you got the opportunity to chat.
0: Welcome to the Be Real Show with Travis too tall and Ha, where we talk about life, dreams, social media, and business. And welcome to the b Wheel Show with Travis Tuttle and Huff. Folks, you know your boy is always fired up, ready to bring you a little fuego in your days, nights, weekends, or whatever you are listening to the show today. But after this show, folks, I think you're going to want to take a balloon, a hot air balloon, into the world of imagination, into the world of entrepreneurship, into the world of someone that is actually knows how to fly a hot air balloon, uh, my man, Eliab Cohen. Eliav, are you
1: ready to be real? Oh, I'm ready to rock, man. Let's
0: go! Woo! So my dude, uh, we're going to talk about the business. He is a hot air balloon pilot meets tech founder, folks. Talk about a crazy, awesome comb- combination of a hobby business, a business into a a, a passion, a life, and then also, obviously, a, a tech business, which includes maybe different parts of his brain. Uh, in his, uh, his business, the Bot Lab. Uh, which in 2018 discovered, but folks, that basically the power of chat bots. Uh, And uh, so now he's found a way to basically do that in his hot air balloon business. And then it basically led to a tech company, folks, which all all the best businesses are the ones that make their software or tools for themselves. And then it actually turns into something more uh, with his uh, tool, Kelium. And we're going to get into that. But before, my dude... um, Were you always into um, hot air balloons? Like I always thought that was fascinating when we had a festival, hot air balloon festival, like watching them blow them up and just, wow.
1: Yeah. So, so it's wild. I had never seen a balloon, never been around a balloon until I was uh, working with a company in college and the CEO of the company had a hot air balloon. Wow. And I won a sales contest. So we were doing this crazy job selling educational books door to door. And he goes, if you're in the top 10 of 3,000 people, I will take you my hot air balloon. And I was like, done. Wow! I want to go ballooning. So anyway, we went up at three o'clock in the morning, pitch dark, 10,000 feet, watched the sunrise, landed out in Nashville, Tennessee in the, in the uh, hills and in Leaper's Fork. And then we drank a 1997 Silver Oak. So a hundred point bottle of wine, it drinks scotch ate sushi while fishing. And I was like, and smoked Cuban cigars. And I was like, I just want your life. Yeah. So what I asked him is I said, one thing I said, why on earth do you have a hot air balloon? Right. And he goes, here's the deal. He goes, I use it to build relationships and to acquire companies. And I go, tell me more about that. And he says, well, here's the deal. If someone trusts you with their life, they will trust you with their money and their business. Yeah. And he, and at that point he said, look, anybody can take someone golfing. Anyone can take someone to a steak dinner, right. but he goes, how many people get to give someone a once in a lifetime bucket list, amazing experience of watching the sunrise. He goes, that's the way you build amazing relationships. And three months later, I bought myself a hot air balloon.
0: Wow. And what was the next step after you bought it? What was the next step on YouTube? Were you on YouTube like, how to Let's fly see. this son of a gun? Let's
1: go. So, <laughs> so I started, yeah. So I basically moved out to Boulder, Colorado, started flying right in front of the Rocky Mountains wow. and uh, got my private license. And then I li- and I was working for a big billion dollar company, right? That we were expanding. It's called ZocDoc. I don't know if you're familiar. It's oh, like yeah. online scheduling for doctors. And so oh, yeah. I move out to, to Seattle and I bring my hot air balloon in tow and I need to get meetings, right? Right. So what do I do? It's hard to get meetings with CEOs and CEOs CO- of giant one's systems. Busy. So I would just talk to the secretary and I'd say, hey, what is he doing or what is she doing at 4.30 in the morning on Thursday? Wow. They'd go, I think sleeping. And I'd say, well, I'm going to actually have my hot air balloon out anyway. Why don't they meet me out at the airport? We can go ahead and out uh, from this little airstrip, we can fly. I'll have them back before their first meeting at 7.30 in the morning. Now, here's what's crazy only five or six out of the hundred I talked to yeah. that I asked to come are down. Came ballooning with me right after that every single other person still sat in meeting with me because it was so weird wow. and all we talked about was ballooning so that's kind of where I used it was so just a, it's a,
0: it a differentiator point in your in your pitch a differentiator point in your talk like anyone could say hey let's go grab a starbucks but who's gonna say hey let's go surf with uh uh, uh Larry Hamilton hey uh we got Larry Hamilton on the ocean out here, and he wants to come surfing with you, even if you've never freaking surfed before in your life. You know, you know, you want to go check it out. You yeah, want to see what's up. And if yeah, not, me, you want to at least find out how does T Hub have that connections to Laird? You know, uh yeah,
1: you know, for me, the craziest one where I had I was on Richard Branson's Island oh, with shit. Necker Island in December. Yes. And uh he goes, Hey, if anyone wants to learn how to kite surf, I have a bunch of world championship kite surfers. I was like, Holy
0: shit, let's rock Down. and roll, right? And,
1: and you know, Branson's a big balloon pilot too. Oh, right? I know. I
0: remember seeing him have like uh uh like he had like uh when we were kids, I think he had like dinner or he had some big he had a big event where he filmed them doing something like I think it was having dinner on top of a hot air balloon
1: yeah he he had climbed on top of it uh as part of like a fear factor thing that and was what it was thanks girl got started gotcha. that was through that but here's what's crazy so Richard Branson he did the same thing I'm talking about here he took Janet Jackson up in mm. his balloon to convince her to sign with him wow. and he goes I'm not going down until you say you'll work with me. Wow. And that's how he signed Janet Jackson. So it's interesting ballooning like is connected. And then with helium, it's all about lift and expansion. It all kind of fits in together, right?
0: That's fascinating, bro. How long does it usually take? Because we're going to get into the helium and talking yeah. about chatbots and talking about the business, talking about the the the, uh, the conversions we can get using a chatbot. Obviously, it's incredible. Um, how long does it usually take to ride it in a higher balloon?
1: So the flight's typically about an hour, hour. and that takes about 20 minutes to set up, 20 minutes to break down. And then how you control it is you go to different altitudes to catch different directions of wind. But otherwise, there's no other way to control a balloon except by using the wind. So that's why balloon pilots like myself, and you can see from behind me, and I know they may not see this here, but that's a giant volcano near me flying over a lake. Wow. Uh, we're called Arrow knots. So, Arrow is sky and knot is to sail. Right. So, in the 1700s, when they came up with ballooning, it was called sailing the sky. Wow. Which is exactly what we still do today. Now, we just have this, you know, thing called the internet where you yeah. can see what the damn winds you can are see.
0: What the You can see what the winds are going to go. You can, you can know where, yeah. when you're going to catch. Hey, I'm going to get to 10,000 and catch this epic wind, baby. Let's go. How far could a balloon go?
1: Uh, typically, you don't travel more than like eight or nine miles in yeah. a balloon on a normal flight. But if you wanted to... You know, if you caught some real fast wind, you could fly probably for a couple hundred miles if you wow. went up to like 16,000, 18,000 feet and caught some, you know, 100 knot wind.
0: Would you just have a friend follow you in a car or what? Yeah. Or Uber, Uber mind? home. Hey, oh, I got my balloon. Let's Uber home. <laughs> Let me get the Uber XL home. Let's go. Let's
1: Heck go. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so then uh then obviously one of these balloon trips had to get, lead you into the idea of converting things to the website or what gave you the idea of this because chatbots are obviously very very influential in helping people that might be on your website that might just kind of be surfing around might be kind of playing around looking browsing but then maybe it helps them really actually close a conversion get the get the information yes yeah, you know, so i think is- that's what that's, a, that's the start of it, right? Like, uh, it's yeah. like, you know, the start of it was just get the information and uh, where, where are we at now? Where are we at so, now?
1: So here's what's wild. So basically I, I left my big startup and I was like, I'm going to start the balloon company. Right. And I had back in 2016, I used chatra, which was like live chat, right? This right. is the four chat bots. And so on the live chat, people kept asking me the same questions, right? Like how high do you go? How many people mm. fit in a balloon? Can I bring my dog? Can I have sex in the balloon? You know, like normal questions. Yep. And, uh, anyway, oh, uh, the answer is no, by the way, yeah, um, it might be <laughs> awkward for other guests, but anyway, uh, so I basically looked up automation of, of chat and I ended up finding drift, right? Drift was in its early stages. They were kind of like the first ones to really build out, you know, expansive yep. B2B chatbot platform. And, uh, I built basically a chatbot that, that can answer any question about ballooning. Mm. And I very quickly became the super user on the entire platform because they only like 300 customers at the time, right? Now they've you know, 400,000, whatever. So anyway, I became the super user, start building in the off season for all these other companies because they want the same thing of automated. So here's the deal with chatbots in general. I'll tell you where it's going next. It's fascinating. If you can answer the one or two questions someone has, they will A, book a meeting or B, they will purchase from you. It mm. is actually the only reason someone does not book a meeting or buy something. So if you think about the last thing you bought, right. basically, you know, you've know, you got a nice mic, right? I have a like, nice mic. Oh. Yeah, so think about it. Like, when I was looking at mics, I was like, I will pay up to $1,000 right now yeah. if it will connect to my damn iPhone right. and my computer. Make and guess easy. what? On all of the sites I looked at, could anyone answer my damn question? No. They couldn't, right? So now what's happening is you've like 78% of all businesses have a chatbot. Right. Hell yeah, right? Here's the challenge. If you can get someone to your site, you're maybe getting 1% to 3% of those people that are going to interact with it, right? If you have a contextual opener that's contextual to why they're there. Right. And we're talking like personalization, context, using account-based marketing. We're a lot of data, right? Yes. Now, here's what's wild how often are companies talked about on other sites? Oh yeah. All the time, right? Like you've got earned media articles, you've got sponsored oh, yeah. content. And what's interesting is you do those for a specific group, right? Like it's a specific, you go, yo, yeah. well this person sells, like this is a SaaS site about SaaS marketers. Mm. So if I sell to SaaS marketers, I want to pay for sponsored content on that site, right? You get earned media, right? right. So the idea was, well, what if you can take the same chatbot on your own site, but when someone is reading a third-party article on Forbes, or they're reading an article on the New York Times, or they're reading something in Cosmo, Mm. and they talk about your brand or your product, why should you not chat directly on the article in real time without Mm. forcing them to your site? That's what Helium does, that's what we created. So it's basically, how can you allow someone to chat anywhere their brand is being talked about in real time, but using whatever damn chatbot platform you have. Wow. Which is what's so beautiful. So even on your own site, you have a chatbot platform, right? Yes. And it works. If you do a sponsored article talking about social media and why you're doing automated stuff with what you do, well, why would you even force someone to your own site? Because they're already actually ready to convert into a meeting. Wow. Or they just on, wherever.
0: So how does that work? How does it work so that I could be on someone else's site So
1: here's what's crazy. Yeah. So basically we had to build a way that allows somewhat of an integration of our own platform that basically allows any, whatever chatbot someone has to be connected to our system. And it works just like an ad unit, right? So, you know, there's like ad units from like Google, Google sense, there's all kinds of ads on sites, right? Absolutely. So, um, and I don't think that uh, obviously we're not, they're not going to see the video recording here for folks who are listening to this. Right. Right. Uh, I can uh, send a link that they can see it live working.
0: Oh yeah, let's do that. We'll put that in the show notes, guys. He's going to send us a link that uh, in the show notes we can put. Yeah,
1: so basically what it does, I'm going to show you on here so you can see it at the same time here. And then, uh, I guess there's no sharing here, so never mind. <laughs> Um, But essentially, basically, it allows where someone can go directly to a third-party site. And then just like an ad unit, it only shows up if someone is It has a contract there, right? Got you. So, just like if you're paying for a sponsor, kind of you're paying for an site, right? There's a place that shows up, right? And they go, whatever amount of spend, great, this shows up, right? It basically says, like, hey, if you want to chat with it, let's say it's about your brand, right? And we go, great, about, and the whole article is about social media and why it's important to have real time communication and middle of the night. Well, it says, hey, have a question right now and want to chat directly with these guys at this moment in this article, wow. when they click on it, it then calls to our system, calls your chatbot platform directly onto the Crazy. site. Crazy. They can then book a meeting, answer questions live, wow. but there's really no need for them to actually go to your damn site. Right, right. Play the, the freaking article.
0: Yeah, you want to cover it right there, not forget about it, not, not lose the opportunity, not lose the momentum. Uh, and that's mind-blowing. That yeah, you... so
1: it's really intent, right? You think about like intent. When I read an article, in dude, place. I'm excited. I'm like, Absolutely. I want to buy this thing. You're ready thing to make a move. It yeah, yeah, yeah. You or want like, to how life. much does it cost? Or like, right. I've got like some dumb question that's stopping me. And then if in that moment I can get a question answered, if I go to the site, it's actually worse. Because then my right. intent drops because it's not even about my specific use case anymore. Totally.
0: And also, they might even not even have the, the bot loaded there to even answer you. So then you're like, what the hell am I here for? Or, yeah. So know. that's
1: why I think on content, it's if someone's talking about you positively, whether it's an earned media or it's sponsored or whatever it is, or a view site. You should be able, a brand should be able to chat any of those places. And then it's important, is your chatbot good? Do you have real-time communication? Do you have people live or do you have a good enough chatbot to actually answer those questions so that you don't then annoy or piss off the user because then you're not doing it properly. So again, it requires like some basic skill around having a decent chatbot right. and have li- or having live people uh, or some answering a- or mixable. something. So,
0: right. Yeah. Because that's a key thing too. Like people don't want to enter a chat bot and have uh, someone not get back to them, you know? Um, Right. Who wants to fill out a form and then have no one get back to you. I mean, we've all done that, whether it's a local dentist filling out a form and you're like, Hey, where's my daughter? You know, Hey, well, you know, what, what does it take to come here? And you never got back to me. So we chose your competitor. They got back to me today, you know, and that's obviously the relevance of getting back to people, getting follow-up too. Um, but a lot of these chatbots can do the follow-ups. They can answer the questions too, so that you don't even have to, you know, the chatbot can say, hey, it's 19 a month and put your form here and click this button and get started, baby, activate yeah. your account, you know? And, and that's
1: what's fascinating too, is let's say you have two companies, right? Let's say it's you versus a competitor, right. right? And it's an article talking about the two of you guys. If one of those companies were willing to answer questions on that site, and you start interacting with that company, how likelier do you choose that company, even if it's maybe not even as good? It's just because yep. you got the opportunity to chat. And so I look at this whole thing is you got like six Sense and all these like intent data companies. Right. But the intent data is the same crap. It's, hey, maybe reach out to this person that might have been reading this article. Why not just chat with them on the damn article?
0: I mean, in live real time, you're going to capitalize fast, fast, fast on the sales process. And like you said, the the key word you said there is intent. uh, Because our intention is to search XYZ, or we're browsing this, and we decided to type that in on Google, uh, you know, how to buy a hot air balloon, and who comes up first is the intent. And then when we go there, who decides to answer my questions and fast. And obviously, like you said, maybe I'm not ready to buy right now, but who's uh, top of mind answering the questions builds loyalty too. So where even when I'm ready, um, as we know many times, a lot of times in business people, I mean, many times in our business, they're just browsing. They're just searching. They're just checking everybody out. They want to get the feel of agencies and see how people do things. And then um, their intent to actually do business might be many, many months, in fact, years down the road, but they're planting the seeds now and if you are on top of it, it, it even if you don't get a lead, I always remind people that you're kind of still planting that seed. My dad would always right, say But that.
1: here's what's, I think, fascinating about that whole thing. When you, let's say you have a brand that approaches you, whether it's an agency or whatever it is, right? And you're approaching somebody. In, in that moment, they want to see how you do stuff personally, Oh right? Yeah. right? And depending on your own personal stuff, they go, well, if they're doing it this way, I want to be able to do that too. So if let's say, they go from an ad and they even make it to your site and it's real time communication that's important they go i want that too mm. or it's on a third party article and you're communicating they go i want that too or it's a it's an ad that's amazing they'll go well i want an ad like that so in those moments what it does it actually shortens the sales cycle right. because they go i actually want that now and it's no longer a nice to have now it's a need to have cuz it shifted and so partly by No matter what company you run, if you do the things that you do for other people, the better and the same way you do it for them on your own systems and site, they then go, I just want to be like you. How do I get my people, my company to do the exact same thing? Because we know if we do that, we'll create a mass amount of value.
0: Right. Like how do I do your CRM? How do I do your, you know, all these different things that you might be doing good. everything. Right. Yeah. And then they get the feel of how you do it with them. And so they want to say, Hey, well, I want that in my business.
1: Yeah. And want- if they can get the same thing, if and they're even even if they get half right. of what you did with them, which is typically how it works, right? Like yeah. you you spend a lot of time. A lot more time on the time, clients.
0: Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah
1: to create amazing stuff. And when, and they're just like, I want the same thing. You're like, well, it requires some change management and a lot of different stuff to get to that point, but Absolutely. we'll get you there eventually,
0: you know? Yeah. Usually most of the time in marketing clients, I want everything to happen next month. I want a hundred thousand Twitter followers tomorrow. I say, yeah, you can you go buy them on India. They might be gone tomorrow. They might be, <laughs> you know, there are options out there. You might not do it ethically or unethically, but truthfully, that's the only way you're going to get To uh, there, or you're going to go viral somehow. So go do something viral. um, Or you're gonna have to pay $100 million into a Twitter ads. I don't know. I mean, and Twitter ads still couldn't guarantee that outcome because ads don't necessarily include followers, even though you could push a lot of influence out there with a $100 million budget, if you want to spend that today on Twitter um, or on any platform. But there is no uh, guaranteed outcome outside, obviously, if you wanted to convert to a certain page or you wanted to go to a certain outcome. But to grow your following, that just takes hard work and effort. People, People can follow you today, unfollow you tomorrow, so that to keep the loyal following going it's not easy even with the algorithms changing, with people changing their preferences and um, even those that have big followers, just to stay at that following, it's not easy, you know, um, because people could literally unfollow you tomorrow even if they liked you yesterday, you know,
1: so. Yeah, I think it's just creating amazing, amazing content and then being, and then interacting. And I found this even with the balloon company. Right. You know, we have a, you know, we jam on Facebook and we jam on Instagram and we jam on TikTok. And, you know, a lot of it is just, interacting with people as they ask questions and then we do a lot of live streams to like local communities we fly over right it's so like we fly oh, over awesome. lake taps and we go live on the lake taps voters group nice. because they want we want them to come follow us but also there's a lot of amazing folks out there that should come ballooning and they go oh yeah man they're coming to the lake oh yeah i should book a balloon ride right so i look at at all of it is once someone interacts, great. How do you continue to interact with them mm. so that they continue to find this valuable in some way? But uh, you know, at the same time, it's funny. I've put up beautiful photos and videos and some crush and some don't. And then the ones I mean, I saved some people in a river once. This wow. is crazy. So I'm the I believe I'm the only person ever to save someone someone with a hot air balloon. Wow. You ready for this one? Check if you look at our TikTok, it's Seattle Ballooning. Like look at the TikTok. Seattle Ballooning. Yeah, this is insane. So I'm coming over the river, about eight miles an hour, come down right over the treetops to try and touch the baskets of the water. We're gonna do a splash and dash. Wow. Right? And as I come down 10 feet, these people start yelling, help, help, help. Broken boat
0: oh back God. in the deep
1: part of the Green River. Like they're, they're like a miles to get out of this place. All wow. blackberries, no shoes, no water. Wow. And, uh, and their cell phones are waterlogged and broken. I land on the water Put them into the basket and fly them out of there.
0: That's the the
1: f- I live stream that. You'd think that would have like been billions of like. Right. People. It still had four million people basically watched it, which is huge, great. huge. Yes. But again, it's like and off of that, then everything streams, right? So yeah. then you start getting out of that. The news wants to and out of that. Oh yeah. Wants to and then we have the New York Times article talking about our program and wow, then in August and then off of that you've. Now I've got Nickelodeon coming out this week and we had Reuters on Monday. So I think everything compounds, and we're a tiny little hot air balloon company, but I test everything. And that's where you know Helium, as it comes back to it, I I just looked at it like, well, even with ballooning, how do I better interact with people on third-party sites? Well, if there's Visit Seattle, there's Visit Rainier, there's affiliates that talk about ballooning that are influencers. Why would I not have conversations on their damn sites? Right. Because in that moment, they don't need to come to my website. Why would I force them? That's hilarious. We're, yeah. so, we're so naive that we think like our sites are so special when everyone else is the really one selling it for us, you know?
0: I think all, the big truth is that there's never been technology like this before to have that happen. I think part of it is that like most of the chatbots have all been kind of soloed Yep. to where that they wouldn't work together to allow that capability. But as we were just having a, a previous guest on talking about the CRM and how all these different flows work together and this thing hooks to this thing and like kind of the Zapier model of all these things kind of triggering this event and that goes to this person. And it's incredible when you really think about it, some of these flows that people have created for their businesses, even local small businesses that have created huge yep. followings, huge things just by using these tools. Um but like you said, yeah, I think the biggest thing is, yeah, who cares about coming to the website? No one cares about that. We all just want the end result, which is a contact, uh, a name, email, follow up with uh, a phone number, or if it's a if it's a buy it now business like a, like our eBay business, buy a card, baby. But you know, buy a
1: card. Well, and- you know, speaking of cars, this is what's so wild. So how this whole thing started was we were basically talking with a large manufacturer that was a national site, right? Mm-hmm. And I was talking to, I think it was at Yanmar and they do like kind of, you know, the the engines for John Deere. Oh yeah. I was like, what happens when someone like comes to the site and wants to chat with a local rep and they go, well, we collected the chat bot and then we send an email to the guy in Nebraska to talk to the dude in Nebraska. I go, wow. Why would not you just let him talk on the national site? Well, that's what this whole thing came up with. It was like, well, how do we allow hundreds of dealers with different chat bots to all be able to chat on the national site based on the correct zip code. So when you think about like it's SaaS, it's e-com, it's conversion. It's just like, how do you connect no matter what the system is of allowing those people to connect the right people, the right time to accelerate the sales funnel. Cause that's all that matters. That's all that matters.
0: That's all anyone really cares about if they're putting any effort into it. And, and truthfully, that's all the customer wants. They don't yeah, want the customer an extra step. Wants
1: even more. The customer's yeah. like, I don't want to fill out a form. Right. I don't want to wait forever, and I want information at one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I want I you want to answer right I want now. Want you to read
0: my mind and then uh, <laughs> man, slide the credit card for me, baby.
1: <laughs> exactly. Like, please take my credit card out of my mind. Just buy it because you know I'm going to want it. anyway. You know, I actually color. wish Amazon would do that. For me, I would say, be like, you know what? Yeah. He bought like 6,000 champagne glasses in the last like four months. Should we send him a text and be like, dude, are you running low on champagne yeah. glasses? you need more of those? I'd be like, yes. And he would just automatically order stuff for me. I'd probably be really stoked if it just showed up, to
0: be honest. Yeah. I mean, he he had those buttons they created, I think, for a certain point where they're pushing the buttons and things. that I think that there's a, there's a piece to that. Obviously, there's a piece to the reorder business. And then, but most importantly, like we we're talking about, is that people – when they want to find something with their intent, they don't want to be slowed down to go somewhere else, to put in their card, to put into this, to sign me into Facebook, to log me into this app, to then just no. buy something. We just want it to happen. And the faster that you can make that happen, the bigger business you're going to have. The more you're going to disrupt everybody. Whoever's doing that faster... Because the truth in this life is time saves everything. That's why Uber and all these businesses are uh, available is because it saves you time and it helps you in a way. Amazon saves you a little bit of time. don't have to go to 15 different stores. Comes to you, delivered at a good price. We pay maybe a premium or don't pay a premium. But time is the essence. And the the biggest thing in this business, marketing and and advertising, is the time to to deal with forms and the time to browse this website. And we just want to know that this person's legit and that we're going to get this service done and, uh, and if it could just read our minds, we would just allow it to guide thing, read our minds and just pick the thing and buy it because we, we already want that, you know? And maybe we decide in the decision process, oh, we don't want that. And we're going to choose this or, you know, we make this, you know decisions, but no one wants the time it takes to do those things. Even to fill an Amazon cart, like you just said, I don't want to have to fill 6,000 albums. I just read my
1: mind, charge my card. Here's what's, here's what's fascinating though about e right? So when you have a brand right? Let's say, and I don't know if you work with any large e-com brands, but this is really interesting. So e-com brands, they sell their own stuff, right? They're the manufacturer. They make their own stuff. If you can sell through your own store, you make more money, right? Right. Absolutely. If you sell through Amazon, it's basically taking like 25 to 30% after everything out the door. Yep. Well, let's say it's an affiliate site. Well, how many affiliate sites do you think would be like, oh, as a brand, you want to answer questions on my affiliate side and have you go directly to the brand versus going to Amazon yeah. and make me more money because you're going to convert more because you're answering right the there. real questions. Right. That's about as easy as it gets for brands to take back 25, 30% Just, be, back from Amazon because it's their own market because you're working with those affiliates. So it's a, when I look at this whole thing, I think that there's a holistic a- approach to selling more stuff no matter what it is, but it all comes back to, Wherever you're learning about it, can you get the one or two questions answered so you can buy or you can book a demo? And literally right. nothing else matters. There's right. there's literally nothing. It's either so your true. website's good enough, the article's good enough, and if you go back and read some random review, you should be able to chat on like freaking Google. You should be able to chat with the company directly through the chat bot, you should right. be able to be on Amazon, you know, right? Like,
0: or Facebook, man. They guys, these guys have the worst customer service on earth, Instagram, worst customer service on earth. They are huge companies. I've spent Hundreds of thousands of dollars through our account in ads for customers a year, hundreds of thousands of millions of dollars. Probably if I look back and they tally it all up. And I don't get a consistent rep every three months. The rep changes, they want this, they want that. The things change, this and that. And I can't get any consistency from any of these platforms. And I spent a lot of money, a lot yeah. of money with them. Uh with my customers' money, obviously, but still through the business. We didn't have to choose them. We could choose TikTok, we could choose a different ad platform. The point is, you build loyalty. You want just a little bit of stuff back, and that's just a that's someone that's already spending money with you. Let alone people that want to advertise on Facebook. Facebook got to step their their game up on that because they could be converting so many more small business owners if they had people answering these one or two questions that people needed. Hey, yeah, how do I start
1: an ad? That's the larger challenges. You still yeah. have to your the, the first process is getting a chatbot on your own site where stuff is connected. Right, you have live reps that can answer questions. You have a chatbot that works, that routes properly via Salesforce or HubSpot Mm. or whatever it is, the right rep, right? Or if there's an account-based marketing, a red carpet list, Mm. and it's already an account, already a customer, it goes to the right people. Once that's built, then this stuff works. If someone doesn't have a chatbot yet, there's no use for Helium because really their best is going to be on their own site first. Yeah, makes sense. Then it's going to be on the next one, yeah.
0: But the biggest thing is if you already have a chat bot, you got to be checking out healing. You got to be checking out this company that's changing the game, baby, especially agencies. Cause a lot of our listeners are agencies working for their customers and they need to be adopting this. The, the agencies, this is this is where they lead the ball for their customers. A lot of the, the actual end result customers, they don't want to do this. They have the agencies doing it for them. So agencies, helium baby
1: let's well, go if it, you know, if it can create convert increase conversion that's all they care about so if you can show higher you know better cac you can show oh your, yeah. your better conversion it's just even if an agency is pit is building a piece of sponsored content right. on another site to get to those users as long as they have a chat bot already it's always going to be better to chat on that site because you get then the the authority oh, of it yeah. right so the way i think about it is let's say you had an article on Forbes on your company, right? Right. Whatever it is. And then you're chatting on Forbes. In a weird way, you get the authority of Forbes saying, this is a we we believe enough in this that we're oh, allowing. Right. This person to answer right. live questions on Forbes, even though Forbes is saying, this isn't us anymore. We have no responsibility. It's, just, it's, a, a, it's an ad.
0: To yeah, company. right, right, right. But it's a very implied endorsement in that you're timely. And you're on an authority site answering questions about your business, they wouldn't typically yeah. be doing that in the mind if it was some weird thing. And, like, uh, but it
1: also helps Forbes anyway or whatever. Oh, yeah. Because now someone's staying on the publishing now, site. So if they're not leaving, now you got dwell time, you got all time. the things that are powerful around SEO, so and they don't want people parties. and they know the user's a better experience on their site, right? You know, it's wild. Dude, it's very smart, LF.
0: Merry Star, my man. Of
1: course. uh, (laughs) Of course, my
0: dude. But now we're about to take you into our top 10. Are you ready? Yeah. Let's go. Apple or Android? Apple. Apple. Netflix or YouTube? Uh, YouTube. YouTube. Instagram or Facebook? Instagram. Does the uh, balloon company have an Instagram?
1: We do. Seattle ballooning. Seattle ballooning. Go check them out. Let's get inspired, folks. Uh, Chicken or steak or an alternative? Uh, Steak. Let's go. Wagyu, but it has to be olive wagyu. Oh, man. Let's go, baby.
0: We got (laughs) to go for the finest, baby. Uh, Chicken or steak if you're thinking about a good meal? Steak. Steak. We already
1: said that. Laptop or smartphone? Oh, man uh i'm obsessed with both unfortunately it's too hard to be obsessed with both they're too good laptop you can do so
0: many things smartphone you can do so many things uh the only benefit of the smartphone is you can take it outside and it doesn't have to be always charged but neither does the laptop a lot of times these dang <laughs> laptop uh, batteries have gotten really good uh spotify or pandora uh neither apple music apple music all the way uh movies or video games movies movies reading books or listening to books Listening to books. Listening. Uh diversifying portfolio. Stocks, real estate, or crypto. Options and everything. Options, baby. <laughs> Let's go. No options trading. If you've uh you, you enjoy the options market, that's cool.
1: You know, I, I think it's uh you know, I think it's fascinating on both uh you know, right now, you know, there's certain when you have turmoil, right? There's certain things that have a lot of growth. You've got a lot of earnings coming out this week. And, uh, there's a, you know, you, you look at companies like Netflix that come out oh, tomorrow. Yeah. I don't know when this oh, will yeah. show, but like Netflix will probably lose users. So if you can put a put option versus, you know, just owning stock, it gives you just different options in different ways to, oh, yeah. uh, make a lot of money right now. But I think it's understanding, you know, where the cyclical markets are and then thinking about is this company, do I believe is, this is the, this is the interesting one. It's not have they had growth in the past. It's how many more years of growth do they have right and think about that way than buying long-term options because you believe that that's going to grow just enough and that's where it totally. becomes fun and you're not obsessed on your phone every moment
0: yeah i mean and, and, and uh, it's a it's a it's a investment skill a investment uh, education process and you learn by putting your
1: money up i yeah, would say anna in crypto I'm Solana all the way It'll let's go i only happen to i know happen to know the guy who's the uh, head of all uh security for solana that wow built there you is, go uh, one of the top crypto hacker guys in the world and he's unbelievable yeah, and
0: Solana is uh, very legit
1: yeah he's a, it's interesting we'll see what happens there who knows
0: it's like anything you just want to put a piece of the the portfolio in it and then uh, hold it long term you know i always tell people and about just stay that away
1: from celsius and you know things that yeah there's
0: some weird go. stuff i remember when them when them saying hey give me your bitcoin t Hub, and we're going to give you a hundred percent i'm like
1: Maybe like, and now I have none of
0: it. Great. Yeah. I know. Where is it at? Oh, it's locked up in some guy's bank account. Okay. Here we go, folks. Uh, reading books or listening to books. We got that one. And then last one is oceans or lakes. Well, if you're going to take a vacation today,
1: Ooh, vacation today, I got to go with ocean, but I do fly hot air balloons over lakes. Wow. wow.
0: That's got to be beautiful too, to see it from a different perspective.
1: Uh, you actually get to touch the water. So when you come down, you skim the water with the bottom of the basket. It's and you do a splash and dash and pretend you're a boat at the moment. That's got to be
0: cool, dude. It's pretty
1: epic. And then how it's do you then just you healing. just
0: give it some more helium and it goes back up? For you there. just put
1: a little heat in and it goes back up. Got
0: yep. you. Wow. When you're waking up for your day, getting ready, pumped, energized for the day. Why do you love being you, Mr. Elioff? Uh,
1: I love being me because I am ridiculously passionate about everything I do. And I believe that you are what you think about. And so I constantly just tell myself the awesome things that are going my life. And then I share that with other people. And uh, if you're, and then the best rule I have in life is don't do anything that isn't half as fun of exactly 50% of what you love doing. Mm -hmm. And if you do that, life is fun. Yeah. You know that's it, and there's there's nothing worth doing that is not fifty percent of something that you would otherwise just love doing for no other reason. I love
0: that, dude. Not that it's not going to have those tough days. We know that, folks. We oh, know yeah. there's going to be challenges. We know we're going to be have you know crazy timelines or all these different things. But you're absolutely right. I think when you remind yourself of that, I always put myself in that mama mentality too. Uh, RIP Kobe, yep. someone that used helicopters and used you know ways to get around to save time in his life, and it fortunately was a you know an end to not only his yeah, life, just, but others, don't you know, fly
1: when the clouds are real low and you can't see the mountains in front of you. Not yeah. Of
0: you. I mean, that was, that was a crazy, crazy story when you really look back on it to think, oh, yeah. but, uh, it changed my mind too, as a girl, dad, as a father, and just like always never forget, like there's a little bit more in the day, push it out, you know, and then, and then do something, be in something you enjoy, you know, being something you love. And, and the, cause you know, it's going to be hard, but at least, you know, if you love it, you, you, you know, it's inspiring and it keeps you going. And, uh, you know, if you're not, folks, just take that alternative. There's so many things to do now, so many ways to explore gig opportunities, explore hobby opportunities. Like my man bought a hot air balloon. That's a hot a business that starts as a hobby that can turn into a real business if, if you put in effort, like my man has done. And uh, uh, you know, it's just incredible. I always love that. I'm inspired by by folks like yourself that um, you know, take that opportunity, seek you know, the, the, what you're hearing when you said that, what your gentleman was telling you, hey, I I'll go buy businesses in this hot air balloon. I use this as a tool to get meetings. And it's like, that just makes sense to me. And, and, and not everyone would take that opportunity, you know? Yeah. And so I commend you, my dude, for for taking those and, and got to be a little bit of risk taker in you, my dude, because you're going up in a hot air balloon too, right?
1: Yeah, but, but ultimately, like, the FAA looks at balloons as the safest form of all air transportation because they only fly in good weather. They've been around since the 1780s. Right. Right. And now we have this thing. Uh, it's crazy. There's this new thing. It's all these interconnected college networks of interconnected tubes called the Internet. Oh yeah, yeah you know that, yeah. Uh, right? That gives us a few AI modeling, like, there's no, uh, there's a, there's nothing that that isn't more safe today yeah. than it was ten years ago due to AI and being right. able to you know, have more information. But just one last question for you. What is the one thing in your life you're like, I'm ridiculously stoked about that has nothing to do with your business. Your business is fit, is at least 50, your business is 50% fun, right? At least. yes. yes. What's, so, the, what's the real one passion that right now you're like, this is what I'm ridiculously excited about in life.
0: Right this second, I would say being a dad. You know, because I'm a dad, I'm a three-year-old and a one-year-old, it's a lot of challenges. I decided to lean into being a pop entrepreneur. That means not sending him off to daycare. I didn't have my dad when I was a kid, so I put in that effort today. It sucks some days. It is hard. It is, it is hard as heck some days because I'm working from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. and then still working my business from 6 p.m. to 11 p.m. at night. A lot of hours put in my day, but I'm going to tell you this. I'm never going to regret the time that I took it because I see them how fast they're growing. And I know that I I I, I freaking, I was there. I was there every second. I know it's going to change in five years when they're off to kindergarten. And in my time in
1: the 6 year olds. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you
0: know, my dude, you know, my dude. So I, I would say right now, it's just leaning into that. I really enjoy it. I really do enjoy it. And so, um, sometimes just getting caught up in those kid moments that I, that uh, maybe I, you know, I didn't have with my pops that I want to just make sure I lean into, you know, and uh, have those memories for those little kiddos. Cause they're so precious. My dude, they are so precious. Um, do you have an app or a tool you enjoy using in your
1: business? Uh, Yeah, there are a couple apps that are ridiculous. Number one is jasper.io for AI writing, and then Phrase that helps you do SEO Mm. stuff around it. You know, Surfer's good, but man, Phrase is like another world. I really like Phrase, so it's uh, it's F-R-A-S-E.io. So use Jasper with Phrase, those two together. And uh, I'd say that those are probably the dead level best pieces and then from a um you know as a as a tour company you know and then in general with chatbots I mean if someone's a b2b business you're stupid if you don't use drift because drift is literally just the top b2b platform for chat and the way that it works qualified's right behind them they're good too but when you think about if you have salesforce marketo part all that stuff like You really just need to be on one of those platforms because they work properly. If you're a smaller B2C, whatever, you can pick different platforms. I would just say whatever you pick as a chatbot platform, make sure A, you get to people within 30 seconds of them asking for help. And then B, you build out systems that allow those people to get questions answered on their own. Mm -hmm. Whatever those AI questions can be, build those out because that's the only way you can scale it. And people don't actually have to talk to a live person. So if you can create it, now you can create a scalable model that works. And that's all I look at in every single thing that I'm doing is, how do I scale? Create its scalability. Whether it's a large business, right. a small business, and in in most things that you're starting out, they're not scalable, right? You do things to grow, to try and get business, to try and do different pieces, right? But ultimately, eventually, you find the things that are scalable, yeah. and that's where it becomes fun, right? But those those it's figuring it out is the fun part. That is scalable. You're like, great, shit works now. Congratulations, yep. right? Now you have more time to do something else. But it's that in figuring it out of how do you create something that's unscalable or something that's really challenging to do all the time. It sucks all your time. How do you get rid of those things? If you can do one or two of those things that this year with your business, the amount of time you'll have left is incredible. And especially um, and, and as and a, a dad,
0: possible. we, we need every second we can get, baby. Uh, the family's requiring all our time too. Uh, <laughs> to talk about the business for agencies. Where's the best place for them to learn more about the tool? Where's the best, uh, uh, so the
1: best is for them to go to the botlab.io. Um, And they can check out Helium on there. Um, It allows them, and then they should just book a meeting directly on there. I'll send you, I'll I'll make sure that you provide a link where you can go check it out in the third-party article and you can book a meeting on Future of SaaS. You can literally book a meeting with us on there, right? Like, or chat with us. So I'd say that's the best way. And if you have clients that are either in, B2C that are like, "Hey, how do we convert more people in the moment or take back stuff from Amazon back to our the, our own e-com site?" Right. Uh or you're a SaaS company that's doing sponsored content or have a lot of articles, and you're like, "How do we convert those better?" That's where it's worthwhile to chat with us. So right now we're still in the early stages. Uh we're going to be raising quite a bit of money coming up here, but Let's we're, go! We're a lot. We're going to have a it's going to be a really fun ride and we're yes, excited where it's going. So
0: well, I always wish all the success momentum, but bro, you are one that lives your passions, lives your dreams, lives your, uh, you know, your fears in some cases, cause you, you bought the dang hot air balloon and you conquered that journey. And I know that you are going to, uh, you know, embrace life even more that way in your, in your success. I continue to commend a lot more and continue success. Like I always do on all our guests, even if you built huge things for yourself, like you have my dude, uh, even more success to you, my man. And, uh, and more adventures in life, too. More adventures, more exploration. And I appreciate you as a dad that is uh you know willing to also you know give a job that you've loved too, because I think that helps your family. I help think that helps gravitate your future generations in your life, my man. So, folks, you've been hanging out with a legend in the game of ballooning, in the game of tech, in the game of life, Mr. Elioff Koven and Travis Tutal Tall and Huff. We want to thank you so much for your time today, and let's keep being real. <sighs> What another epic episode! And uh, if you enjoyed the episode today, can you please do me a favor and subscribe to our podcast, The Be Real Show, on iTunes or your favorite podcast platform? And also take a little time today, if you don't mind, and give your boy T Huff a review. I would really super appreciate it. And thank you so much for listening today. We're all going through a lot right now, and real time outsource my business. Is giving back to local and small businesses through our social media services and campaigns. We are actually helping small businesses get more exposure during these times. And also when we get through these times, at the end of the day, we don't know how long this is all going to last. But most importantly, you got to think about your business right now and take it seriously. So. Come check us out at realtimeoutsource.com, realtimeoutsource.com. And we would love for you to qualify and get the process started where we can take a look at your business and see if we can qualify you for some of our services um, at uh, little to no cost for most of the businesses. And, uh, and, and some businesses, you know, you're going to have to pay, but that's just part of life, right? But most importantly, is that I think this is the time, folks, that you can actually help thrive in your business. And so I would love to help you personally with our team. We're all going through a tough time right now. So take advantage of us. Realtimeoutsource.com. Check us out. And we would love to do some business with you and help you with your social and digital media in 2020 and beyond.